Welcome to Hey Yahweh podcast. My name is Rachel Schuler. Today, I want to talk about the power of breath and how it relates to speaking and the power of the words we speak to frame our world. We are a life-giving spirit. With our breath, we frame up the world by our words. Our breath forms vibration that produce sound, which we call words. The worlds were framed by the word of God. He created man in his own image and likeness as creators who rule, reign, govern, and have dominion. By the word of our mouth, which comes forth by breath, frequency comes forth. Speech is produced by bringing air from the lungs to the larynx, respiration, where the vocal cords are open to allow the air to pass through or vibrate to make a sound. The airflow from the lungs is then shaped by the articulators in the mouth and nose. That's the tongue, the upper lip, the lower lip, the upper teeth, the hard and soft palate, etc. The initiation process is the moment when the air is expelled from the lungs. The vibration produces the sound wave or frequency. The breath in causes vibration over the vocal cords. The breath out produces the sound. Words are a byproduct of breath and vibration. Somatics is the study of wave or vibration. Often this is shown by water or sand in a plate, bowl, or speaker. And sound creates a vibration which creates movement and form to the water or sand. This measures the power of sound, vibration, frequencies, ability to frame something or create something. Somatics is a great way of seeing the power of our words, which comes from the power of our breath. Faith is a vibration of energy that produces movement and change. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Faith without works is dead. Faith creates change. By faith, we know the worlds were framed by the word of God. We know the world has been framed by the word of God because faith is the substance of the invisible that we now see visible. We create with our words. Genesis 1, 1 through 3 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. That word spirit is ruach in Hebrew, which is breath or wind. By the breath of God, the world was framed. What does it mean to frame? Frame in Hebrew is yatsar. I may be pronouncing that a little wrong, but it means to form, fashion, shape, preordain, create, original creation, 
to squeeze into shape, such as what a potter does to clay. And on the example of clay, we can have a handful of clay, but until we form it into something, such as a cup, it's simply clay. Clay must be formed or framed to fulfill a purpose. Yahweh created man from the dust. Then Ruach, the breath of life, was breathed into the man. This is the framing up of man, the scroll of man within him. We are living epistles, 2 Corinthians 3, 2. We are framed to fulfill that for which we are created. Sin is the distorted form that Jesus died to remove and restore all of mankind back to their original frame or form. Our original form is one that is created in the image and likeness of Yahweh, sons of Yahweh, with the authority to frame the worlds by the word of Yahweh in us. The breath creates vibration and frequency, which produce sound or words, which carries energy that frames or forms the invisible into the visible. Faith comes by hearing the word. We speak that which is not as though it is and frame up our reality by the words we speak, but truly we frame up our world by the breath we breathe. Hebrew belief is that yod Hey vav Hey, Yahweh, God, is meant to be spoken as breath. yod Hey vav Hey, like that. We create by the breath just as Yahweh created by breath. We also create by our thoughts because thoughts create beliefs which become words that we speak. What we believe, we manifest. Ra'ah is the Hebrew word for see, appear, perceive. We see what we believe. We manifest what we believe. What we believe, we declare. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. The word becomes flesh. What we speak, we see. Our breath forms our words. What about James chapter 3? James chapter 3 says, But the tongue no man is able to tame. It is an unruly evil. From it comes blessings and curses, out of the same mouth comes blessings and curses. Verse 10 says this ought not be so. Verse 14 shows that bitterness, envy, strife in our hearts. This aligns with Proverbs 4.23, which says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. The reason no man can tame the tongue is because by the time the words are on the tongue, it's too late. They've already gone from the mind to the heart to the breath, which is a wind that pushes from the lungs and vibrates through the vocal cords and up to the tongue. By the time it hits the tongue, 
it's formed a sound which cannot be taken back. And that sound is a vibration, frequency, and energy that slows down in the earth to form what it is designed to. We tame the tongue by taming what we say. We tame what we say by taming what we believe. We tame what we believe by taming what we think on. This is why we renew our mind back to origin. If it's not in Jesus, it's not supposed to be in us. If it's not true of Jesus, it's not true of us. If Jesus wouldn't say something, we shouldn't say something. We do what we see the Father do, and we say what we hear the Father say. We are created powerful creators in the image of our Father. By our breath, we frame the world we see. We rule, reign, govern, and have dominion by breath. We are carriers of the breath of life, the Holy Spirit, one spirit with Christ Jesus, the living word. 1 Corinthians fifteen forty five says, The first Adam received life. The last Adam is a life-giving spirit. We are a life-giving spirit. We frame our world by our words that come by our breath. So we frame our world by breath. Welcome to Hey Yahweh podcast. My name is Rachel. Today, I want to talk about energy centers, what they are and why they are important, and share with you something I've discovered and what I've been doing in my personal time with Yahweh. Energy centers are a part of the endocrine system. That's part of your body. The endocrine system is a complex network of organs and glands. The endocrine system uses hormones to control your body's energy, metabolism, reproduction, growth and development, and response to stress, mood, energy, and things of that nature. I'm going to start with the root energy. That's the sexual glands. The root energy governs the region of our reproductive organs, lower bowel, anus, things of that nature. This energy center is concerned with sexuality, sexual identity, reproduction, and elimination. The hormones associated with this center are estrogen and progesterone. The next energy center is the sacral. The gland connected to this is the adrenal glands. It governs the pancreas, colon, ovaries, uterus, and lower back. It is concerned with consumption, digestion, breaking down of food into energy, and elimination. Digestive enzymes and hormones that balance blood sugar levels are associated with this energy center or gland. Next is the solar plexus energy center. The gland connected to this is the pancreas. It governs the stomach, 
small intestines, liver, gallbladder, spleen, adrenal glands, and kidneys. The associated hormones include adrenaline and cortisol, kidney hormones, liver, and stomach enzymes. The next energy center is called the heart energy center or the thymus. It governs the heart, lungs, and thymus gland. It is a part of the immune system. The thymus gland is also responsible for growth, repair, and regeneration of the body. The hormones that are associated with this energy center are oxytocin, which is a growth hormone, and thousands of different biochemicals that stimulate the immune system. Then the next energy center is the throat energy center. The gland that is connected to this is the thyroid gland. This governs the parathyroid, the thyroid, salivary glands, and associated with neck tissues. The hormones for the fifth center are thyroid hormones and the parathyroid chemicals, which regulate the body's metabolism and calcium levels. The next one, some people get a little uncertain about this, but bear with me. This is called the third eye or the pineal gland. This is actually in scripture where it talks about Jacob wrestling with an angel of the Lord in pineal. 